Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Right off. Press live. Why is Morgs? Hi, everybody. It's Chris here from the Gallagate Shots YouTube channel. Just to let you know, as always... This podcast is now part of the 90 Minute Football Network and proudly sponsored by www.pt-4-u.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and the Always Smiling Faces podcast. Half of the Always Smiling Faces podcast. Roughly half, maybe a little bit more, because if I'm thinking, if we're going on weight, then I'm heavier than Mark, and I think you're probably a little bit heavier than Decker, so... The, the, the better looking the half. The better we are, like, are the, the distinguished half. <laughs> Although I, I could hear my stomach making a weird noise just as you started talking. Is that, was that your <laughs> stomach? The kind of... The creak and eye, the creak and eye. It might be me bowels. I, I, I went to... Um, <laughs> We went to um, Italy with the school in '96 on a bus from Mortimer. To, um, <laughs> Your bowel's still recovering. I, I, honestly, I, well, the engine fell out of the bus in the south of France, and we couldn't get off because it was an English bus. So the door was on the uh, left. Uh-huh. And obviously, we, weren't, we pulled on the right hand side, yeah. of the motor, so we couldn't get off in the middle of this motorway in France. And I was sitting with um, loads of lasses, and I was holding me farting for that much. <laughs> I think I ruptured something. <laughs> and ever since that point, ever since that day, so I was 14. I'm 14. I was that's 26 years. Like my stomach just makes loads of really weird noises, and I kind of—it's like so. We'll put it down to that moment. I think it's yeah. I think I think. All right, okay. Because I, I didn't want to put me in front of Vanessa Slater. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Vanessa. <laughs> um, right, so we're just going to have a, a general catch up with with everybody. Uh, talk obviously about Newcastle United. This is why we are here tonight. Um, obviously, we we done the the live watch along. So myself, Mark, Decker, and Matty. Mark now referred to Mark. Fuck off, Walker. Oh god, that's incredible. So it became a, a meme. Is it a meme or a meme? A meme. I always said meme. It's hardy. So Mark is now a meme yeah. across the Everton Football Club hashtag, which is amazing. 
I know. I've never seen Mark do that before. He's normally quite really animated, wasn't he? Very, very angry altogether there. Like I, um, I, I just fury. I mean, it was a. I don't get fury. I just get sad. Mm. Like I've not really been at watch the goal since. Well, everybody else's reaction. Decker just goes deadly silent. Matty jaw drops, and I just do this. Yeah, Mark. He just can't contain yeah. that fuck off any longer. Like a sort of catharsis, like almost <laughs> like where he has to has to release it. Like um, like in uh, Shawshank, not Shawshank, Thin, Thin Blue, the Green Mile, not Thin Blue, Thin line. Blue Line. That was a pretty thing we were on Atkinson, wasn't it? <laughs> the Green Mile when the, all the bugs and all the badness come out of John yeah. Coffee. Like, that was kind of like Mark's, all the fuck offs. That was what, that was what it was. Like Coach Shearer was doing it the weekend as he well. He did do it the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I was telling someone probably Michael Richards. So the Evan gave me um. Go, going into the game, I'm, I'm not sure what our predictions were on the Monday night. Certainly wasn't expecting the bloke the cable tie himself at the goalpost. Like, yeah, was, yeah. That was, that was, a, that was a one-off. Well, a room with some coupons, but wasn't not a one-off not, anymore. Not, not at all, no. Did um, last night as well? Uh, so the first try for the Arsenal-Liverpool, was it? Uh, last Monday, I think yeah. it was Arsenal-Liverpool, yeah. Arsenal-Liverpool try, but got there first of all, but... Sky cameras obviously didn't go to it. Yeah, Amazon Prime. <laughs> different story. The thing is, well, you can tell because the camera will like it'll end, it'll stop. I'm and just look out a group of players. And they were kind of ready to take a throw in. I think. And I was thinking, oh, there's a streaker. There's a streaker. Never saw the streaker. And then they had his nibs with his um, stop oil. Fair play to him, right? I mean, stop oil now. Yeah, I mean, for whatever you think of the, yeah, I don't suppose you could really argue with the, the cause. Like, but he's. It, it's we're talking, it's a week on down line, maybe, and we're still talking about it now. So mm. it's, it's worked. It, it has it's, worked. It's worked for that. Like, oh, bless him. Good, good luck to him. Good, good, luck, good, him. good luck to him. I seen apparently Antarctica is seventy degrees warmer than normal this over the weekend. This is where we're going. The man's got a point here. Like, I think it, <laughs> we should be looking to stop oil altogether now. Like, I'm, I'm walking home. <laughs> so next time you'll see Bestie, he might have just cable tied himself to this bookcase or something. Imagine the size of cable tie. We're watching it. Me and Amy watching it last Thursday. It's like a bungee rope. It's just going. Just going. He's, it, it's a cable. It, it's dangerous out with his neck. I'm like, he's done it himself. Yeah. What, what happens if it gets too tight? I'm thinking, well, I mean, it could have done it. Like, well, it could have been a. Could... The, the point with the fella with, with the teeth. This yeah. one, with when the, he's going like the that, the world's biggest but least effective <laughs> both cutters. This kid's next, just going. Did you see the, the video from the crowd? The bloke with the, the knife. knife. <laughs> Stuart gives him it back. There you go, mate. There you go, mate. Crack on. Aye, Crack on. It's been saying that. Like, I mean, I just kind of get me here. And then was it the pitch invader trying to beat him, kick the kid in? I just the Gladys Street. It was a Gladys Street. Absolutely smashing it when yeah. he's on the deck. Incredible stuff. That, like, I mean, that's the, the game was a bit of a busted flush for me. It will look like a side who played. A lot of games in a short space of time, but didn't really turn up. I didn't think. Um, I wouldn't have said anyone really performed over the ninety minutes uh, as well as we would have hoped. But that was a. Uh, it's you know the the game where Tovan not Tovan uh, Lejeune scored the two goals in injury time. Yeah, in the ninth, the first ninety four minutes were absolute garbage. Yeah, but that happened in it all. That was great. That mm. this is kind of one of those ones where like. It was, yeah. It's all about your man. So the, the, the game was going flat anyway before that event. Right, did I? But then obviously afterwards that happened, and what was it? It was seven minutes, but it felt like a <sighs> lifetime. It just went dull, like really dull. How haven't they got a pair of snips? You don't need bull I just get a pair of snips. Job done. Snips, electrician's greatest tool. Oh God, I'm, I'm even an electrician, and I've the snips, everything, everything was snips. Making breakfast, <laughs> feeding the rabbits. Like, yeah, on Bill Snips. Get a snips in. Snips. Snips. Sponsored by Snips. What are they really called? Snips. 
I've always called them snips. Snips, yeah. Are they like cable cutters? Or? I think just snips. You just snip the cable and pull, don't you? Yeah, I agree. I love snips. Man. Yeah, snips. Um, those pies are really good as well because they've got this little snip bit in the middle there. <laughs> At least what I've got the, that too. I can start <laughs> bringing them into football. Now we're talking about snips. Not most pies. <laughs> um, yes. But the game itself, a lot of a lot of angry... Can I say angry fans? A lot of people not happy with that result. Uh, with it being yeah. Evans' first win ever. What seems like ever. Since Lampard came I in, they'd won like one in eight prior to that. Yeah, in the first, I think it was a cup game. Since. I think it was a cup game that they picked up the points. Yeah. Um, Lampard looked destined to take Everton down, uh, and Newcastle looked destined to, to keep on climbing up that that table. Obviously, rules reversed in that instant. Were you as angry and as upset as what some of those on the Newcastle United hashtag were? Nah, I never am really. I, I think I wouldn't say that we are safe. Because obviously, mathematically, we aren't, and I think mm. I don't think thirty-one points is going to be enough. I think we will be safe. I think we'll pick up points up between now and the end of the season. Is it nine games we've got left? Eight, nine, maybe ten games left. I think we've got seventy-eight points, and we in that run. We think there's Palace to come, uh, Norwich to come, Burnley still to play. Mm. I mean, that could the win your castle. That could be nine points. That could be no points. You know, you just don't know. Um, excuse me, uh, Tottenham. Which Tottenham's going to turn up? Is it going to be the one that put is it four against uh, four past? Who they played at the weekend? Look really good. I can't remember. Anyway, it's Tottenham. Yeah, it's going to be that side. Is it going to be the one that struggles to mm. against you know, lesser sides? You just don't know. You don't know. And we were, I think, having a couple of weeks off now, which is weird because I remember before when we, about two months ago we said, "Oh, we've got this run of fixtures." When Everton and Palace were put away the way, we're saying, "Oh, mm. we're going to struggle. We're going to." We have to rotate. We have to do this and that. In the end, we've lost against Chelsea narrowly. Very unfortunate too. Against Everton, circumstances. It was just a bizarre, weird game. Apropos of not, it's relevant. Like I thought, Decore's elbow was probably worse than Havertz's. To be honest with you, like, but yeah, a lot of people haven't really picked up on this elbow. Yeah, he's, he's put it in there. Yeah, like, and and I, I went to work and and start speed at work as you do and. A lot of people are saying, oh, it was just the movement of the arm. But for me, the, the movement of the arm, he, he stops the movement, then it's a, a second little uh, flick, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think he's lucky there. You know, did they all look at it? I don't think so. I mean, you could argue that that was kind of put right, if that's the right expression, by the Allen and the red card. Although I thought that was a pretty... I, I wasn't expecting it to be given, but mm. I thought it certainly could have been a red card. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Jordan, the, the Ducuri, I like Ducuri as well as it happens. But I thought that was a bit naughty. I felt more like that. That that ugly midfield that kept on hitting the deck. Oh, I, I don't like having to go people for the looks. But yeah, that, that midfield that kept on hitting the deck, like Gordon, the young lad who took the free. Yeah, kick. yeah. I didn't make cut his jib at all. Good player by the looks of things, but I hope to go down. Well, there was a few, mate. It was, wasn't a, a, a great game to watch if you were, you're a neutral on that one. I think Newcastle dominated the first half. Yeah. Come the second half, Newcastle obviously. I don't think it was necessarily the foot off the gas. I think it was just tired legs, and just it showed nice. clearly. Yeah, I think. Um, I think that's probably about right. I mean, they Everton weren't they were poor. Mm-hmm. Everton were really poor. And I, the, the point was made repeatedly in the second half. You had Shearer on co commentary saying the game just keeps on stopping. There's no mm-hmm. no rhythm to it. There's no flow. It's just it stops, it stops, it stops. And it was like it wasn't good to watch. Mm-hmm. Um until your man turned up with the the tie wrap and the orange t shirt. Um so so the actual red card. Mate. Yeah. Is that a red card in your eyes? Because we've had quite a debate about red cards in the last couple of weeks. Mm, yeah. Supporting Newcastle United. And we're always normally on the fence when there's normally the four we're here. Um, we're, we're normally pretty split on this one. Watching it live, 
I didn't think it was a red card, but the more that the starters show it, and obviously yeah. the movement where both feet are off the ground, Saints hasn't even got the ball at this point. I think that's the thing. It's both feet off the ground, and he's about a foot and a half, two foot in the air. Mm. If he does that along the deck, it just trips him. It's a yellow yeah. card. But because of that, because he's up in the air, it's out of control, as I would say. Mm. Um, like, if Saints legs panted, at the time he contact, that's a leg breaker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw an Everton fan on Twitter. Apparently, completely serious, saying if anything, St. Maximin stands on his foot, right? Okay, so, like inferring yellow card, that, that's Max- yeah, it should be a written free kick because of um, because of that. But yeah, I think it's a it's one of those where I wasn't too sure about the Havertz one last week. I thought it could have been probably should have been on the balance of things. This one, yeah, I think it is. I think, as I say, if he's on the deck, it's not the same tackle, same pace, just on the floor. Not a foul, but because of where it's where he is, it's dangerous. So yeah, I think I think that's probably fair. Um, so I've got half their team sent off already here. Uh, apparently, I'm not sure if it's correct, but Callum Lewis has commented and seen Everton have tried to appeal it. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. I'm... Surely, I'll get thrown out straight away. Well, how often would you successfully appeal something that's already? Do you still get an extra game's ban? Um, was that only if it's a straight red? That used to be. Oh, that was that, that was a straight red. red I don't it? think oh. that happens now. It used to be. I remember it happened to Borough. Because they said it was a frivolous appeal. Yeah, I think it's, it's not still the case. Don't think so. It's not. Don't think so. You might as well appeal every single red card you get in that case, because it's just on the off chance. But if it's going to VAR, it's already kind of been mm. looked at once. But there again, VAR, as we, as we all know, doesn't get everything right. So it's over, think, already been Everton, turned down, already rejected. If I was Everton, I would appeal it because there's we're sitting here very kind of partisan. Newcastle fans saying, well, well, you know, you could see a circumstance mm. in which it's not given. Like, so yeah, I think appealing it would have been the right if it's already been chopped out, then it's... yeah, already been gone. So, God knows how many people's telling me that it's, it's already been thrown out. Oh, wait, well, wait. I, I mean, even if he'd have just walked off and said, Oh, well, I don't agree, but there we are. But he was shouting, Fuck off at Mike Dean. You see, when he walked past me, Mike Dean just guns like, Oh, in his face, like, like he's retiring now as well. Like, he's Is really he? affected now. <laughs> it's his last season <laughs> <laughs> because of that, because of that, because of Alan. I hope he's. <laughs> Rescind it for me because it's got rid of my team. So rescind it and maybe give an extra three points. Speaking of officials, and obviously if anybody has any questions, send them our way and we'll go through as many as possible as it's just the two at night. Um, officials and everything which is happening. The FA today have charged Isaac Hayden yes, with sorry. his um, tweet, which he put out basically saying Newcastle against 12 men. Obviously referring <laughs> to the referee officials as um, Chelsea. On Chelsea's side, yes, that's right. Um, what's your thoughts on it? Should should players be more savvy with this one? I think they generally are, aren't they? You don't often see. I, I, I'd imagine there's a pretty stringent code of conduct. I mean, Hayden should have taken my advice from the other week and said the twelfth man was a cloud. The fans, yep, because that was the last time Chelsea fans would probably be allowed in exactly. Stamford yep. in full capacity. Isaac, for your appeal, fifty quid. That'll do you, mate. I'll have that. Uh, but yeah. Um, it's a bit of a, You've got a be, piss take, isn't it? Let's be honest with you. That the FA are coming out and charging. It's very. It's a very minor. I suppose a player inferring that a games. It's kind of almost called a referee a cheat, isn't it? If a you cheat. Do, if you do that in the pitch, you get sent off. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think that. I think it's a pretty soft thing to have happened. But players will have been told from the outset. You don't. That you got do's and don'ts with social media. <coughs> Same with work. If you. If, if oh, it's not exactly it's not a like for like situation, like, but if you go on the social media having a go at your work or mm. you think 
get pulled in because yeah. I'm quite a bit at my place. That has happened. So yeah, um, a bit soft. I like Isaac as well. Um, crowd Isaac is a crowd, but um, I, I don't like it. But it's probably fair. Do you think it's it's more of a a joke that the fact that it's clear that the referees and the officials V or whoever has made a clear and obvious error, as we should well, put it, uh, that they can then come out and hide behind and, and hide in the ivory tower and, and think, ah, we're just going to charge you for going against what we're saying. That is pretty poor, yeah. The fact that there doesn't seem to be any kind of... Um, Accountability. That's exactly the word I was going for. Yeah, none at all have just said, right, that's a decision we've made. And when you get... You look at the, the, the amount of VAR. Remember when everyone thought VAR was going to kind of make it so that we weren't having these conversations anymore. It was going to write, you're, you're going to know, mm-hmm. referee's going to see when a foul is a foul, when it's offside, it's offside, when it's something like that. Yeah. And it's, if anything, you look at the, you can count straight off the top of my head, Chelsea, Chelsea, Liverpool, the penalty, Man City, the penalty, Liverpool's goal, where there was a foul in the box on Hayden, I think it was Hayden, mm-hmm. when he said. Um, there's five straight away that you think, well, VR could have done a, yeah. done a favour there. So, not done a favour, I got it right. Um, you look at this red card on Thursday for Allen, where we've kind of both said that we think it's a red card, mm-hmm. but you could, there's an argument for it not to be. You yeah. know, there's a, 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 a good argument as well. So, it's, it just hasn't, it doesn't work. I, I don't mind that the idea of AR is great, but it just doesn't work. Does it really at the minute? It, it seems to be a conversation that we'll have <coughs> too often, though, way too often. Every week. Mm. Every week. On match of the day, on soccer Saturday or whatever, uh, goals on Sunday, there's always a conversation about. This has gone every during the World Cup and the Euros. It was happening quite a bit as well, although it was implemented better. I thought. Um, then they'll talk about what happens at Stockley Park. Why? Yeah. Is, why have they done that? Why? Why is this decision being made? I don't understand. And, and yeah, it's. I, I want to shy away from saying it's not fit for purpose because I, I think it, the technology's there. And I, I've, I've always been a big um, advocate of um, of using technology for that mm. kind of thing. But in practice, advancing the game, basically. Yeah, I mean, you look at like you look at how it's used in rugby and cricket and American football. That all games that are more stop starting football, though. Mm. You know, the cricket obviously you've got six balls more, yeah. and it's off flow. It doesn't flow. Rugby, there are a lot of stoppages. Um, American football, you've got it down last three or four seconds. Again, yeah. last three hours, and you've got, you know, like about forty-five minutes worth of action in there. So, yeah, I think um, it's harder in tennis. Is the same tennis here. You've got the, the what do you call it, in or out, and all that carry on. So, football is different because it does flow. It's meant to flow more than that. Um, and maybe in practice, it doesn't. It certainly doesn't work as well as I thought it would. Maybe it never will. Maybe this is as good as we're going to get with VAR. Because it's hard to say. When there's so much that could be subjective, like when Alan saw that, saw the red card in the big screen, and goodness, he was straight back referee and said, "Oh, look at this! That's not a red card." Yeah, like he's seeing that as the player that's committed to the infraction. Like, so he's kind of going, "Oh, look! Like, I don't think that's a red card, referee." And then you go into, "Well, it's never going to be cut and dried." So yeah, it's it's always going to be down to opinion. Of course, it is. A lot of it is, yeah. Of course, it is. Even the offside when you look at the the Liverpool uh, Forest match uh, yeah. last night, I think it was. Yeah, it was last, it was last night as well. Yeah, yeah. But was that a point where um, was a Jota scored? Yes. So the even the commentators when they went to VR, they went, "That's not the angle we've just been shown." Aye. And it looked like the angle was further behind the the, the ball being played. And, and of course, once again, you're looking at something which should be. 
clear as day, really, with offsides. Yeah. That now you're looking at players on pits being onside and things like that. And I always go back to the opinion. The line should be taken from the the body part that the player scored the goal from. So I don't think we can class him as offside if his shoulder's off, but he scores the goal with his right foot. Mm. I, I just don't understand that. It's always any part of the body that you can score a goal with, isn't it? That's always yeah. the thing. The thing is the offsides. I remember I think it was Wenger who said, remember when we had daylight? Mm-hmm. You can't have daylight between the last man and the striker. Mm-hmm. And even if you say, right, well, implement daylight, you're still drawing the same lines. Mm-hmm. You're just looking for daylight as opposed to you're looking for that um, the furthest part of the body. So I, I think, again, I'd love the idea of it being like, like like something like FIFA where it's just you can see straight away, right? Here we are, but it's harder. It's not as not as black and white, not as cut and dried as that. Like, so yeah, I, I don't know. We're never people are never well, going to agree, never ever going to agree on this one. But it, it's four years now. It's just a case where you feel hard done by when it looks obvious to us, yeah. And when everybody other and, and all other football fans in agreement, especially looking at that Chelsea game, you can count on one hand the amount of people that were saying that it wasn't a penalty because we're Chelsea fans and that's all that it was. Even Chelsea fans online were saying, I've we've got away with that one. Like, um, but um, thanks Josh. Josh has sent in a donation and super chat in here. Lads. Hope you're both well. Um, this might seem like a silly excuse, but I think the game hadn't have been stopped by the protester. We could have got a result. It ruined our momentum and Evan had time to regroup. Also says that he's not worried. I'm not worried either, really. Nah, I, I think when we were recording the, the live watch along, Matty being Matty, uh, being the most pessimistic Newcastle United fan in the world, yeah, um, thought that we, we, we might get dragged back into this relegation, scrap on the back of that result for Evan. I understand what he, he's, he's thinking behind it is, but I think we've done so much in that nine game unbeaten run. Yeah. I mean, and the that's... points that were picked up there, what was it, six wins? Uh, something like that. Yeah, we went from eleven points to thirty-one, so twenty points, so six wins, three draws. The like work that. that we did there, I think that that's enough for us because I think we'll, we'll we'll pick up more points. Of course, we will. This isn't going to be us for for the rest of the season. I think, yeah, you pick up another couple of wins, and, and that's us high and dry. That I mean, it's possible that we could get pulled back into it, but then even if Burnley were to catch up. Because they are the third bottom team, mm-hmm. so they're the most likely to. I mean, Norwich, I think, are gone now. You've still got Everton, have got to overturn it. Leeds have got to overturn it. Uh, Brentford as well. I can't. I saw something that was Daryl put in, maybe on Twitter. Who or... was that? Who? What was the last one? The last team? Brentford. Nobody exciting. What have I, what have I done? You know, the Ivan Tony video. Oh, no, I've not seen this. You're I've not heard seen about this. No, oh, no. so he's getting. I don't know. I don't know what situation it is, but he's in his car and there's somebody basically asking him a few questions, but obviously recording him. And he's like, "Oh, what do you do for a job?" He's like, oh, "I'm a professional footballer." And they go, like, "Oh, professional footballer? Who for?" And he just goes, ah, "Nobody exciting." <laughs> this is off the back. He, 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 there was a video of him saying, "Fuck Brentford." Is all <laughs> a month or two ago. How are Ivan? He does. In our days, I've always wanted to like Ivan Tony because he. I, I like to see players that we've had yeah. gone and do well, but he does seem like a dick. Yeah, you see when he scores goals, how he be here. I think my eyes a bit of one to him. Maybe he's like, and you, you like that sometimes when it's it's for mm, your player. Yeah. If your player has been a bit of a dickhead, you love it. Aye. but in the same breath, it's that same player that you're loving for being a dickhead whilst he's playing for your team. Yeah, when, when he's then saying fuck Brentford and saying nobody exciting, it's not That's great. Bad, like. bad, That's bad. Crack. Thing is, all with I mean, you kind of he's 
well, maybe it's not now Christian Eriksen's there, but he was our best player, wasn't he? He's, he's without his goals, it'd be mm. absolutely knackered. Like so, <laughs> he's, he's loves an own goal that lad. Like, but yeah, I think looking at the teams beneath where the run-ins. But yeah, I'm sure Daryl uh, Daryl Mitchell Hill said that um, statistically, uh, not statistically. Because the teams that have got to play each other and all that, yeah, it's not guaranteed, but it's as good as like, yeah, I don't think I've not looked into it enough to kind of know whether that's true or not. And if it's a load of shit, I've just named them. So sorry, Daryl. Um, on your own, yeah, mate. But uh, I am um, no, I'm not worried really. Like I say, the running we've got, Everton have got an absolutely horrible running, um, and I think they are the most likely. Well, Brentford are only one point behind us, so they are likely to as well, but. I think Everton are the ones that you think of all those teams, maybe just because of the name Everton. Mm. You know, and you look at the players they've got, it's been horribly managed. Like it didn't, I, I love Rafa, everyone knows that. 25 9 was 20, 23 minutes in, mate. Uh, but it, it didn't work for me, Everton didn't go well for him. Mm. Um, do you uh, think Everton got enough to, to, to stay up, or, or do you think? Should have. Look at yeah. that team. I think Richarlison, I hate, I don't like him at Is all, it the same as the Newcastle United team that got relegated both times? For, it's very similar. I forget who I was talking to about this now. Uh, I was on Twitter. I was uh, Rob. It was really similar to the 2019. 2015-16, it was an all right side, but there was like it wasn't. It was badly run, and it was it wasn't a coherent side. The, the side that went down in 2009, obviously given jump ship, you still had like Michael Owen, Damian Duff, Martins, Viduka. Um, of Joey Barton was there mm-hmm. at that point, was hey, he turned up? Ryan Taylor, Lovencrans, uh, Nolan. I mean, look, look was, at it. There was a decent call players there. When they came back up, they absolutely annihilated the championship. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, it was the same team. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that, yeah, like Williamson, Routledge, Fitzhall came in on loan. Uh, Lovencrans signed permanently. Leon Best came in. Danny Simpson was brilliant when he came. But Coraccini, Jose Enrique, Gutierrez. I mean, it was Coraccini and Gutierrez' first season. I think the championship made them, to be honest with you. Andy yeah. Carroll's pretty in the championship as well. He got however many goals. Um, but Barton was missing a lot of that promotion season, 2010. Mm-hmm. He, he was only when he came back up. That he only really had one good season with Julie Barton, and that was the first season back. Yeah. He got the hat trick against Villani. He was gone by the second season. So, <laughs> and he's, he's still a bit of a fan's favourite, but he's a. Uh, so, so we've got a question for you, Bessie. It's Ooh. also from Josh. Um, Josh, you're a little bit late to the party. Um, so if you want a story from Bessie, if you go right to the, the, the start of this, there's a, there's one of your best stories, I'll put that down. Is that what, is that yeah. one the, uh, your stomach one. Uh, yeah, so if you want to hear about uh, Bestie's bowel movements and noises, go, go right back to the start. Well, noises, plenty. By the time the bus got, we got the bus sorted out, and we, we stopped at um, like a service station in South of France, um, and you know when you've been holding the poo in for that long you think this is going to be incredible but it's like underwhelming and it's like oh, I wish that was just better than it was it was one of those ones where I came out and then <laughs> and then mainly Morgan had a play fight and he was all stronger than me so he got his head locked and I was like oh for fuck's sake so there go right go <laughs> right back to the start if you want some background around that story um, also ask where your bottle of juice is there's a few questions saying that juice? yeah saying you're clearing your, your throat quite a bit so you must be missing your bottle of juice <laughs> no I've had a cough all week I've saw COVID we've been, we've all been oh yeah speaking of COVID the reason why it's just me and Bestie tonight um, the, there's been a COVID incident and there's been a car accident incident we'll not tell you who's involved in which one but we'll let you guess that one what I will say, and I'm not going to give the answer away here, but if you told if that was all I knew that there'd been a COVID incident in a car incident, I would have got it the wrong way around. 
Would you? Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've had a bit of a bad cough all week uh, because I've got a kids. When they have had arm bad. So. Mm, true. Um, so next up with the question, Callum Lewis sends in, what's your thoughts on England? Not selecting Dan Byrne for an England call-up. I was kind of thinking, I was expecting this was going to come when I was driving in, and then I forgot what I was going to say about it. Um, I don't really... It's weird because he's been in good form for Brighton as well. Or he had been in good mm-hmm. form for Brighton. And he doesn't really seem to have been part of the conversation at all. Especially when Maguire's getting it. Yeah, Maguire's not having a good... I, I think it's not, I like Maguire for England. He always seems to turn on for England. Yeah. Where... Um, but you, you go back through this thing where Southgate has came out a number of times and saying that he's going to pick players on form. It's bullshit. Sometimes he does it. There's that young lad from Palace I've never heard of um, in the squad. Um, and I, I didn't know that Livermore was English. It, Do so, now. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah but if you think about informed players for Newcastle, United, like you said, for Brighton as well. Mm. Yeah, Dan, maybe. Dan Burns being decent, like more than decent. I think he's been really good for us. I mean, you could argue that the, 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 the last two goals are conceded at Goodison and Stamford Bridge were, I don't want to say his fault. But he, he, I think he'll look at them both and think he could have done better with them. That notwithstanding, I think he's been great. He's played really well since he signed. Um, and I think I was saying last week that I'd, I'd love him to, I'd love to win a trophy and just have. I want to see Dan Byrne in the Newcastle shirt with a trophy. Yeah, black white ribbons on that. No, that's like, so. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a fully paid up member of the big Dan Byrne fan club, and I would like to see him in the England squad. But it just doesn't feel like it's going to happen. I don't know if it's because he's not. I don't know why. He's good enough. He's better than... Look at some of the defenders that have been picked over the years. I mean, Phil Jones, I think he's better than Chris Smolin was when he was playing a lot of football. <sighs> he's in better form than Maguire at the minute, but as I say, Maguire, Southgate likes and Southgate seems to get a good performance out of. So, yeah, I would like to have seen it. Are the friendlies these ones coming up? There must be because we're qualified for them. I don't know what is going on with international football at the minute. I just can't Figure it out. I was invited to the one on Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday is they've got Switzerland on Saturday. I think it's Ivory Coast on Tuesday. Who invited Gareth? Uh, uh, Dan Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> I want that big Jody lad. Who we're getting? <laughs> I'm Jody, I'm a sand dancer. But now my mate from Bristol's got a couple of tickets going spare. Um, and I just, I, I can't do it. I can't do it, Chris. I can't do it. It's Tuesday. I'm on the radio. You know what I mean? I'm on the radio. Bessie has a radio show. People didn't know. I do. I, I, yeah, I've got nothing else to say about that. Like, it's very, very good. And you should all listen to it. Except you, maybe it's not tomorrow because I don't think it's going to Do you think the time's coming, though, for, for Dan Byrne to get that call up? If it, if he continues how he has been playing for Newcastle, does that hope time so. come? Hope so. I mean, we've still got. The thing is, though, it's a really funny year with the World Cup being in winter. Like, normally, your qualifiers would go on until. How old is Dan Byrne? Late 20s. 29, I think he is. Normally, your qualifiers would go until late the October. You've got the playoffs in November, then you get the draw in December. Mm-hmm. For the tournament in the summer next, so that gives you your qualifiers, and you've got like a seven eight month kind of window for you get performances. Like yeah. You've got some friendies coming up beforehand. I really don't know how it's going to look going into this autumn. I mean, we've I'm sure we have already qualified. In fact, I'm sure I think we'll, we'll be Poland, or maybe the next game we did. Um, I will have because I was at the San Marino game, and they could have if they'd beaten Poland, they could have qualified then, but they didn't. So Do you think this was his last chance to get that call up then? Yeah, with age in consideration here but he looked like the other players that are in the kind of picture I think it's a young squad I don't think it's it? going to happen for him yeah you've got Maguire you've got um, Joe Gomez is kind of sniffing around quite a bit that, that is a, a lot of Palace is in the half 
I'm asking you because I don't know. I I've already got no idea. I've called him the lad of Palace twice. I don't know his name. Mm, no idea. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, who's been centre halves? He looked at Connor Cody. Connor Cody <laughs> got obviously, he went out with the, the last squad, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't feature. But I, I can't remember who it was. Was it Trippy on the, the True Jordy podcast where he says that players like Connor Cody, what makes it behind the scenes without players like that involved? Yeah. It obviously team spirit will drop and things like that. I'm sure it was. I'm sure Is it was Trippier. No, I'm not too sure. Maybe he's, I mean, you know, maybe he's, although he kind of because Trippier's got a knack at foot, hasn't he? I was going to say maybe Southgate will have a word with Trippier and say, oh, how about Big Dan? Speaking of Kieran Trippier's knack at foot, it uh, looks like he, he might be fit enough to face uh, Norwich. It's a month today, isn't it? So that was the, the game which it, it's it. been speculated that they're aiming to get him back for. Norwich, well, it was a better title, wasn't it? It was the mm. Beckham injury. Um, I mean, that would be great because that's one of the games that you'd think if we are going to stay up, it does look like, you know, that's one of the games that you'd kind of say, right, try and get three points there. Mm. Um, so I, and obviously you've got Bernie last game of the season as well. So get him in for that one. Any news on Wilson? Um, there has been news on Wilson, <clears> but I can't remember what it is. He's been training, hasn't he? He's yeah. Doing light stuff maybe. Or... Yeah. Um, speaking of the, the striker that we've got in the field here, Chris Wood uh, has become the all-time top goal scorer for New Zealand. That's happened, as if 39 goals? Yeah, it happened. Um, so I saw that what he was. It could have happened during this break, but I haven't realised. Yeah, it's happened. It's happened. Um, they, they must have played this afternoon, yeah. Hell. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. Um, what's your thoughts on him? He came under a lot of criticism against Everton. It wasn't. It was probably his worst game forward. I would have said. But I'll, again, yeah, coming at the end of three away games in eight days, and not, there's mm. everything that's come with it. Um, I wouldn't like to judge any of them that were on the pitch too harshly there because that's a, it's a rough one. It's a hard. I mean, Everton aren't a good side. Um, I've always thought Goodison seemed a hard place to play. Kind of like how. Um, Our oh, record isn't great, is it? It's not. I've been well. Mine isn't. I've been there twice. I've, I've seen them lose one and draw one. Um, the um, it, watching games of Goodison on the TV reminds us. Of, remember Highbury, mm. how the stands seem to be right on top of the pitch. Um, I really miss that. And Goodison has got a bit of that feel about it for me. Um, so yeah, it, it always feels like quite a claustrophobic, quite a hard place to go. Um, but it, it, as I say, three games away, games on the bounce in eight days. <clears throat> um, Wood was poor um, by his standards. I'm not too worried. To mm. Um, Freddie has said, um, with Wilson and Trippy, and apparently Wilson should be fit around about the same time. Yeah. They're hoping. Um, do you think we'll be safe by then? And would it be worth risking them? I think we'll be safe by then. Yeah. Um, would it be worth risking them? Or do you ease them back in? If you're safe, you ease you've them back in, don't you? When you look at how he's how how look at how how's brought um, Bruno into the team. Where he hasn't, he's thought maybe he's not quite ready, and he's mm. had the luxury of having had a few results by that point. Where he's gone, like, yeah, we'll do it incrementally, bit by bit. Mm. And you look at the stats against Southampton, where he's ninety-seven percent passes. It's mm. like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, there's still little things that Bruno does that make us think, oh, he's not quite up to speed with it yet. Like, but he's only been here a few weeks. Give him a chance; he'll be he'll be, he'll be fine. But yeah, um, going back to the, the question, I think Trippier Wilson, if you can bring them back slowly, then do it. There's absolutely no point in, especially with Trippier when he's got a World Cup in the winter. Mm. It's going to be his last World Cup because he's 31. He's not going to be right back for England at 35, wouldn't have thought. Not when, well, he might not be now with Rhys yeah. James and Trent there, but get him in the squad. Um, keep him fit, keep him happy because he's 
captain next season for me. Mm. There's a great shout by Dan Witten says uh, Goodison's closeness, uh, closeness to the pitch is how that lad was able to go and fast himself to the goalpost. It's weird how he got on. I mean, Stewart's can't be everywhere, can it? It's just mad that he's had the time. Now, logistically, has he... Was it two tie wraps together like that? Or was it one just big one? I can't remember. I think it was two, one, wasn't it? It was one was round it? the post. I'm sure it was one round the post like that. And then one with his head in. Like, like looped. Mm. Aye. So so the, the, the next game they tried to do it, <coughs> and they stopped him. He was obviously up against it, and he was trying to get it, and it's yeah. just before obviously it's latched on that that, that he's done it. But it's gonna be dead fiddly. I remember me days as a spark. He's made tie wraps can be really, especially when you can't really see what you're doing. Snips, get a snips and roll. Right? <laughs> um, it was two joined together uh, apparently. Um, thanks to to Dark by Design who's told us that um, Evans' appeal got overturned. Oh, that's smashing. That's good news. So, <laughs> so Alan won't be playing against. We've got Palace again, haven't they? Coming up. In the league, they've obviously played mm. them in the cup. Yes, they got beat four out. I'm sure they've got them in the league as well. Maybe it's next weekend. Yeah, it's it's not good for Everton. And yeah, I honestly think they will be that that team that goes down. Getting Bernie if not it. skin of the teeth. It's the games in hand that make me wonder. But then teams that are down the bottom, you've got to win those games, though, mate. And teams that are at the bottom to start with, unless you've got like 30 games in hand, they're not there because they're winning games, are they? So that mm. you kind of just assume that. Yeah, I know we did. But you can't assume you're going to win your games in hand and everything's going to be rosy like so. Trouble? I, I mean, I've... Pardon me. Didn't enjoy watching Everton on Tuesday. It's kind of our derby these days, isn't mm. it? Now that Sunderland are inconsequential. And Borough have well, came like, just forever in the championship. Yeah. Um, Everton feels like it's our villa, maybe. But Everton, for, it's become our derby a little bit since we came back up, I think. Um, but I, I, I don't hate Everton. I, I, I remember watching... I was dead happy Everton won the cup final in 95. I used to quite like watching the little blue and white stripes and the kit and all that. And I, I, I quite like the idea of seeing them go down just to see what it looks like. Just look oh at Everton. It's Everton, nice watching from the outside in rather than being that team. Yeah, when you watch like a big team and Everton are a big team. I suppose it's similar. There's something being in League One. You go like, oh, that looks weird then. Well, it didn't start with something in League One. I just, it just looks normal now, yeah, doesn't it? It's bread and butter now, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's, it's meat and drink like. But, but yeah, Everton are, and they'll come straight back up. Mm. I've, I've still I've still got this kind of thing that teams have got that level and eventually they kind of just default out, the kind of plateau. So like what Leeds have done, I, th- I think Leeds, I mean, obviously they could go down this year. There's a good chance, but they're a Premier League club, Leeds. They're big enough, they've got the support. It just needs the right person at the teller, the right hand at the teller to keep them up. I mean, Everton, if they don't go down this year, they've got this new stadium they're building, they've got all this, uh, are the Russians nicked off? With all our money, uh, Everton are in trouble long term, or certainly short and medium term. I think, like if they don't go down this year, I wouldn't be amazed if they were in trouble again next season. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah. To be fair, mate, I, I would quite like to see them go down. I wouldn't, but I wouldn't. I would cry, mate. Yeah, I mean, you can guarantee. I mean, Fulham are going to be bottom next season because that's just how it works. Yeah. Norwich and Fulham are perpetually now 20, 20, 20, 20th and 21st in the league. And other than that, you've got. I mean, who's going to come up? Luton could come up. Blackburn could come up. Um, Bournemouth are taking a thing at the minute so Bournemouth are another one that are kind of becoming a bit of a Freddie Woodman yet to have a an appearance aye aye yeah I don't think he's good enough do you not think nah he's 25 now he's 20 even though what he's done at, at, at Swansea I look away to Newcastle earlier in the season <laughs> I remember I playing, know but early on in the season we uh, played Luton in the uh, cup four or five years ago and he was younger he was, he was a bairn at the time but I remember watching him thinking like 
he's just hasn't got it. Like, I, I think early on the season, but when we're, we're conceding goals, I, I, honestly, it was a ridiculous amount of goals we're conceding. We were, we were, we were, we were poor defensively, right? Like, yeah, yeah, we I, didn't I, help the lad out. Like I was going to say, I concede. And I think we gave penalties away every single game. <laughs> The cells love doing that. Kieran Clark. Then he was involved in the penalty shootout <laughs> in uh, the cup. Oh God, uh, Burnley won it. Yeah, I forgot about that game. It was the poor lad faced about ten penalties in the first three weeks of playing. He should have been great then. Yeah, that's, that's a warm up. <laughs> that's what you want. Nah, no, I think I just want he's going to be good enough. I think we've got the Bravka in it. Obviously, at the minute he's thirty. I'm not 32. talking about good enough for us, but sure, he should be getting some game time. You would have thought. I think he played in the cup. I don't, I don't know who um, Bournemouth's goalkeeper is. It's, but I want to say Begovic, but it clearly isn't because he played Revit. He played that day. <laughs> was he there for a bit? Uh, was he at Stoke? I, I think it might have been Stoke. I remember that ginger lad who was at um, Bolton. Yes. He had a surname and become a big as well. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Next question. Um, so this is probably your favourite um, topic, Bessie. What? Oh, topics. <laughs> Three guesses at what this question is going to be about. That's for man. No. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to guess now. Uh, Cadbury's fuse bars. No. What are you obsessed with, mate? You, you've got a spreadsheet for these exact things. Oh, the kits. Shirts. Football kits. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, so the question is from Stuart Ellis. That is, because I care too much about things that don't matter, what do you want to see in the kits next year? He would like a smart sponsor and green and blue striped throwback number. Ooh, green and blue. We haven't had green and blue for what, that half and half one. And, uh, so we're talking about back, back in the McEwen's yeah. days with the blue and, and green. It was predominantly green with the thin blue stripe, thin pinstripes, yeah. wasn't it? By the half and half one, that was... Um, I always scored a I was a Perez, yeah. West, West Brom away one. That's how I was. Yes, I was driving. Colacini scored in that game, I think. Uh, yeah. Yes, I think he did. Where uh, at the Hawthorns, I um, I want what do I want. I, I, I like the stripe stripes down the back of the shirt, please. Red numbers. I wouldn't make a collar. You want red numbers? Mm-hmm. I want color. What color numbers? Is the red? They've been red since we came back up. Or gold. Oh, the stage red or gold, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. The what? Um, before we went down, they were black on white. <clears throat> it was always either black, so I had the plain um, back shirts for. A long time from, mm. from 2007 till 2016. I had that. Um, so it was always black on white or white on black, but we had red since we came back up, and I like it. I've had blue a couple of times. Uh, we had that one, Bobby Robson days, 2003, 2005. Gold, we've had gold. Um, Kleinberg kit, Emery, and numbers. Uh, I mean, numbers on the back. We had gold, yeah. Uh, over Femi Martins. Did he not have gold yeah. on the back of his? Not just him, the rest of the just, players uh, as well. Just, just, just over, just because he was fly. <laughs> Um, and then the championship last time round was gold as well. Mm. Um, but this, yeah, I, I like it was red numbers when I was a Ben. You had the, the patch mm. on the back with the red, so I, I like that. That's kind of a, a throwback. So you want kept. you want red numbers staying there? Yes, please. What's your thoughts on? Do you know how uh, certain football clubs have different fonts? Oh God, I, I want that. Is, does Chelsea currently have it? Not in the Premier League, but in the cups, we are one of the only ones that don't. Mm. Everton did do that. I think Palace did. Everton, uh, uh, Arsenal. Is this Arsenal a new thing? No, we had it in um, 2012 in Europe. Did we? Yeah. It's been going on. Oh, God. We won't. I just always think of like Real Madrid because Real Madrid always had like yeah, fonts did, left, right, and center. Them. 
They don't now in La Liga, it's all standardized, but they've all got the logo at the bottom. Yeah. I've got I've got the best one, it's got that's nice. Um I we were one of the among the first ones to do it, but we weren't the first. That was the only season we ever had. We were on after the, the standardized the numbers in the Premier League. <coughs> or in the football league, that is. Yeah, that was a one time we've done it. But I um I would like that mm. because it's just it, it feels like a bit a bit of fat's gone into it. Um but, what's your favorite sort of stripe with black and white stripes? Um do you like the ball stripes? Do you like the stripes as in the ones on there? Sorry, people that just all listen to the audio, but the that's a ninety seven final one, isn't it? The Barcelona one, yeah. I like the um I love that one, the championship. 2009, 2010. So do you like the black stripe centered? I don't mind. I know Decker's got a thing. He likes the black look, in the middle. Yeah. Of them, he? Well, his favorite ones are always got the white. If I want to be, <laughs> my favorite, my favorite kit is, and me, Decker had a, a good old chat about this one last week. The, the one with the blue tint on the collar, the last of the, the Duncan Hill Ferguson shirts. one. Duncan Ferguson one, either um, Diego Gavilan shirt. Must Gary you know. Speed. Gary Speed. Oh, yeah, a few guys. Speed all like. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, I think I like a broad. Fairly broad, not as broad as this season, but too broad. Do you like when they have that subtle thing of blue in the, the home kit? Yes, you do. Big fan of that. Not as much Puma as I got it wrong a few times with that blue. Yeah, the first of the Wonga kits had that kind of pinch. Remember that one? That was a relegation one. That was a high. I maintain that would have been a lovely shirt that if it hadn't been for if that was a bit more kind of toned down. Mm. Um, and it had stripes in the back. It was a nice, it was a nice looking shirt that. Or even that was blue whisk the blue collar had a blue pipe and down the stripe on the sleeves. We yeah. we were having the discussion about kits before we went live there and, and the current three kits that, that yeah. Newcastle have and they've done well because though with the, the um design of the kits, I would say I'm I'm quite a big fan. Not the distribution so much. Distribution definitely not <laughs> so much. Jesus the Christ. Design of all three, if anything, the away one's my least favourite by a, a good the black joy division thing. So what I like about that away one is everyone's unique. I like that as well, yeah. I yeah, um, I, I, I wasn't that struck on the third one, the, the blue, blue and blue one when it first happened, but I, I like it. And the home one, I've always like even the number four thing doesn't bother me. Um, I would like, I'll say it in the group earlier, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll share it for the wider audience now that I would like to see Adidas come back. I mean, everyone would, but mainly because I'd like that they've done really good retro training things with them. Um, with Man U, with Liverpool, mm. with Arsenal, not Liverpool, Man U and Arsenal, beg pardon. And I'd, I'd love to see a, a remake of the uh, any one of the first four or five training kits. That I would do you not think Castor, they could do it because obviously we've seen the retro kit that, that they've released. Yeah. They've got it in them and it's a market and you know for fine well Newcastle United fans will lap that sort of stuff up. If they do it right. If they do it right, yeah. Um it, um, I don't know. It just kind of feels like it's got to be the original version. Uh, the, uh, the manufacturer has got to be because Castori wouldn't be able to use the three stripes at all, mm. which was, that was a big thing with Adidas. It was all over. So I'm pretty sure Castor have it for next season as well. I'm pretty confident. It's a multi-year deal, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so so they will be there. Um, I think they've been all right, you know. I, mm. I mean, um, delivery stuff notwithstanding. The kit's all right. I've got a we had the, the mad sale on a couple of months ago. I went berserk in the clubs yeah. on it. Jumpers, t-shirts, um, a few of the kits. So it's, it's it's nice enough gear. Apparently, they've done it with Rangers with the likes of the historic kits as well. Um, Scotty has put in there. The Rangers, I think it's the third kit. This season, like a purple thing, which is quite similar to the away kit from 
the late nineties, early noughties. So yeah, they've got it in them. They've got, actually they had a lovely one. Rangers was like, remember the um the Chelsea one that was just all blue mm. maybe a couple of few years ago. They did a similar ish thing with Rangers, I think this season or last. That was dead nice. Um my only thing with Castor is I've got the They've got a thing that I think Area had it a few years ago where the kits were a little bit too short. Right, okay. So the yeah, size-wise, I mean, they're, they're tight, but that's, all, that's how it is. But a little bit short in the body. The size of my Custo is absolutely mental, I'll oh, tell you that. So I got the, the blue one eventually, um, and I had to get double XL on that one. Um, I would have fit in like a, an XL, I'm not like trying to justify not being a double XL here, but... I like me t-shirts to be quite baggy on us. Yeah. I don't want to look like a player <laughs> running around the field. Um, then I went and got the t-shirt so that the sandy color one, which I've got and the oh, black yeah. one, oh, I... I had to get trip, triple XL in them ones. And it's still a bit fitted on us. Like well, the got, sizing is mental. I got the black one of that, but long sleeved. I got mm. that in triple XL as well. And it's no win. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, there's no chance. Not yet. Mental. My, Absolutely mental. It's all up. But yeah, I've got a jump in triple XL, the blue and pink one. In that champion fits lovely. Mm. And what were the training tops and three XLs? Well, that was like it's loose, so it's just yeah, it's inconsistent. Like, but I think the gear, that not, the gear's all right. I mean, the the training tops I got, I think I paid 10 15 quid for them. I got three the blue yeah. one with the black, mm. the orange one, and the, um, the gray one with the orange. Stuff. It's quite a wide selection as well, isn't it? A lot, it was yeah. not wide enough <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in some way. I, I, I but I am, um, it's I wouldn't, what, 50, 55 quid, I think they were originally. Mm. I'd, I'd be disappointed if I paid that much for it because they're, they're very light. So yeah. t shirts, but that, if, you don't need to charge that much. It's 20 quid. Um, people that are watching, what would you like to see return or, or stay uh, with Newcastle United strips next season? What would I, you like, I, Chris? Well, it's all about it's all about me, you know. I, I'm not a huge kit lover like like you. No. Um, I just judge it when it happens. Um, I, I think a lot of people focus too much on the kit. Um, no. there's, a, there's a lot of people with this hell on every single season. There's hell oh, on God, about football kits. Every every Newcastle kit that, that drops, people go mad on Twitter. Oh, yeah, we need to go back. That mm. stays, that's when, when some of them been shocking. Well, even recent in recent years for different clubs, some of the Adidas ones have been shocking. It all depends on the templates, and you would hope Newcastle because where we are right now. And obviously the background which we have from the new ownership that would probably would be quite high on the tier list now with well, the different designs that you you would be bringing in from the brand. With Puma, we were with Puma. We got bespoke kits. I think all of them, with the exception of the the one with the blue pinstripes, mm. away kits and third kits were always templates. Yeah, yeah, of course we were. Um, just copy and paste. That was just filled with a different color. That club wasn't much. It? apart from like the the third last season, the purple and black thing, the Timebridge. I'm glad we we bin them off though because we would have had that honking third kit this season. Where it doesn't have the club crest on it. Oh god, I would have. Oh, that would have been terrible. That it would have been absolutely rotten. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I would have done that there. Um, but yeah, Puma, the, the home kits were all, with the exception of that one, because I've got uh, Red Star Belgrade. No, Olympia of course, in Greece had that one with the had the, like the beaver teeth mm. thing there, and the, they had like, a red and white version. Had so, but yeah, they did. Um, I did ask. The thing is with them, there's the so many look at them, and you can tell that I just like it's team wear. It's Sunday mm. league kits. But then they've got some, and I'll, I guess probably some a little bit of abuse for this, but Sunderland had one. It was the first one in League One. It was Adidas. And it was plain red in the back, so I don't like that. I don't have stripes. The block colour on the back. The kit itself, it looked nice. It was a nice mm. one. It was quite similar to the Grandad colour kit we had. Where they had the, it was like fairly thick red and white stripes, had the little kind of in between 
scary bit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I know what you mean, yeah. Do that my fingers. People listening don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but yeah, it was a really smart kit that for, as far as Sunderland kids go. And I don't know. The, my thing with getting Adidas back is mainly because of the training kit. I want to see what they'll do with that. Um, um, Marty Lawrence. Um, oh, Marty. He, he, Marty. Hi, Marty. Um, he wants to see your kit with a number four on the front. <laughs> Ironically, I, I, was, I was surprised that Chelsea had the number three on their kit last week because of what happened with them. I thought they would uh, bin that off. I had a really, I, I was trying to compose a tweet in my head about numbers mm. three and number fours and the kids, but couldn't do it. Then the war, but in the the graphic pre game, they didn't have the number three on, so I thought, oh, they got rid of it, and then they played in the dead. So, so if my thought on a kit that I'd like to say return, if we're, if we're looking at retro, I love a green kit. I do, and we haven't had many over the years, but you could. Probably count on one hand over since if you're going back to that, that McEwen's one classic. Green. Mm. Yeah, just the two. I think the green and blue halves, the one from last season, not the season you're before. Away from, yeah, last season. Bruce's first season, I think, last mm. season with, with the kind of swirly bit in the top mm. half. Then the third kit from the Sheffield Wednesday. Mm. Our sixth ones. Um, well, green in the white away kit. Um, We've had a 99. few green featured in them, yeah. yeah. So that was that also the Duncan Ferguson kit, was that? that the was that, kit of that season. Uh, yeah, did it was the same template, just different colours, wasn't it? Similar, yeah, only wore it once. Yeah. yeah. Who'd wear it against? There you are. Oh god, I don't know, mate. Coventry away. Oh wow. Got beat four nil or four one. That's why we never wore it again. Yeah. Similar to the you know the one with the, the blue one with the McEwen's there mm. in the green and orange. Well, that one once I think it was Ellen Road we've got a hide. Mm. So nice design that because it's got the seahorse. Yeah, very nice. Uh, similar to the um man you had one with, uh, it was blue and black, yeah. like kind of speckled mottled thing. And I thought that the their logo. So I so I would like to say a predominantly green right. kit, and one, but probably my favourite Newcastle United shirt, which isn't a home shirt, is the the Patrick Cliver gold one. Ah yes, I want a strength. golden kit because we're rich as fuck. Maybe that's something you could find about like I say some of the mock ups I go online, and like some of them are fucking dreadful. Don't get us wrong, like but you get the occasional one that looks quite smart. I would like, um, was it old Toon fan on Twitter? Shared a picture um, last week or the week before, and it was of Bjorn Christensen in about 88, and it was the yellow and green stripes. Mm. But long sleeves, that's if the I want the yellow and green stripes again. I've been waiting 30 plus years for that now. Did West Brom have a yellow one? They quite often one. do, because yeah. that's the, it's their change color, really. They had it low in the 80s, and then when they went down a couple of years ago, they had the, the kind of broad back version of the. Really thick stripes was the first ideal boil that's kind of bad. And the way it was yellow and it was lush, really nice. A few shouts from people coming in. Um, first one from El Grande Salmon says, If we have a green kit, it'll always get related to what well, I'm thinking that's what he means, but it's going to get related to the Saudi flag. Um, yeah, if we go that color green, yeah. it, it probably is, even though we have had those kits in the past. Um, Tom Lynch says, What about the all royal blue with the yellow trims? in the late 90s so that was a silky material one yeah in my eye, that was 98 99 so it was the same kind of template as a world cup kits were like yeah i like that one that was dead nice mm. um nobby a way to derby that reminds us of mm. it's was, it was just it's a nice kit it is um scott mentions the blue denim one oh heavy heavy kit. horrible nice. neck yeah really high. like it's really high up yeah. here i saw someone on twitter the other week who had taken a sponsor off that and applied it to the training top instead. The black, you know, the black training top like mm. that's got. And I mean, it upset me a little bit because it, it's a different material. So I was quite, but it looked, it had the um, 
the black and white band across the middle. It looked mm. class. That, I, I like that one. If you sweat in that one, you can see straight away. Yeah. So as Decker says, um, I have put it on the screen. Oh, Hi, Decker. Decker. Hi, Hi Decker. Mate. How are you doing? Um, Sorry about the car, mate. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, so Decker says, we have done full episodes on our favourite kits. And he also says, go and take a look at our back catalogue if you want to see our winner. So yes, we have done Battle of the Kits previously. What a pro. He doesn't turn up, does he? He doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't, doesn't so off. he's there, he's there promo. And so we've done Battle of the Kits for the home kits, away kits, third kits, uh, and obviously member kits were, were involved in the third one. Lovely Mark, you ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> Jody <laughs> Dancer's gone. <laughs> I know what I want. Um, what do you want? For a kit next season. Okay. Long sleeves. Yeah, so th- was this the first season they stopped doing long sleeves? Nah. Season before? Season before. The but players season. don't even have them now, do they? Nah. Last season I had long. The last season I had long sleeves was the first one back up. The 125th anniversary shit. Uh, shit, shit mm. um, yeah, we've had them since, so bring them back. Castor, that, this is your... Mr. Castor. Castor or Castore? Castore. Um Sponsor. Funny eight. Chances are they're not going to be here next season. Um, well, they're, they're not people. I mean, no, they've been you know, it is. I don't like bookies as a sponsor. I've got, I've got a problem with bookies in football anyway, to be honest with you. But as far as a kind of getting the fans on side, interaction with the fan base, they've been faultless, second and on, mate. They've been great. The logo's awful on the kit, mind mm. on the home. We said this before with the home because the home kits, the, the block mm. plastic thing, like what Northern Rock had, could have been adjusted on the away kits and the third kits. It's always been like individual letter, yeah, it just. It feels nicer. It looks mm-hmm. better. Doesn't disrupt the kind of shirt as much. But it's still, yeah, that I think that looks like a gun, doesn't it? Mm. Any Saudi companies that have a logo that's just a big blue star, do you know? I don't, I don't know why you would know. I don't think so. But I think they could probably make a company uh, with that blue logo if you really want it, mate. Yeah, it, it's going to be a Ramco, isn't it? Uh, or Saudi Airways or something like that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, Ramco do the they do the, the Formula Prix. One and stuff, don't they? And, this that, and that that's the kind of the big one so you'd imagine they'd be in there somewhere maybe we might get a training kit sponsor as well because that's what clubs do now is it man you've got dhl Tottenham, we've got that get here mm. thing so yeah well well it's just kind of yeah well I've, I've, if we get a new stadium that will end up with a, a yeah with your somewhere there. Stadium or something like that. it's gonna so, be yeah. somewhere there mate um, moving on from kits uh like like that <laughs> i did say um i know what's your favorite subject mate, I, but I know life, we'll do more on kits but we'll, we'll always love talking about kits we still need to do that special podcast that we need to do that one as well but with our ball not season name in case anybody steals what idea oh yeah um, so we need to do that um so hopefully we'll have a special spin-off podcast and video coming at some point before the end of the season um End of the year, maybe. Yeah. Let's get some weight off first. I want to get <laughs> behind Les here and that. Like, so, so that's something which, which hopefully uh, we'll be doing for you. Um, what was I saying? Um, special podcast. Talk oh, more about one. kits. Best that one. Was the last thing I remember. Right. Yeah. So we will do another episode on kits. I, I promise you. Um, moving on, and this is going to be the last topic of the night, mm-hmm. and I think we're safe because we don't have Decker and Mark with us. So we could probably have a nice conversation about Alan St. Maximum. A grown-up conversation. A grown-up conversation <laughs> without the children, yeah. Um, under huge criticism, mate. Um, came on against Chelsea. Um, people weren't happy with his performance. Came on against Everton. Once again, people weren't happy with the effort that he was putting in. It's clear, and we touched on this on Monday night, that 
or last Monday that there's something not right, whether that's a fitness thing or, or what, we don't know. And he has came under criticism heavily on, on Twitter. It's always Twitter. Um, obviously, fans tagging him into things and stuff like that. He's came out and had a little bit of a bite back. So, <coughs> so that, yeah, excuse me, sorry. The coughs have to kill me. Like, um, but yeah, I saw a thing that was said, was it Howe said or a journalist said over the last day or two that he's only trained twice in the last mm. two, three weeks. He's not going to be fit. Like, I mean, people go, oh, he's away in Monaco punting his board game and stuff like that. Like, But if he's not fit, anyhow, isn't going to kind of say, oh, oh, he's, if he can train, he's training. If he's fit enough to be on the training ground four or five days a week, whatever it is, yeah, then he's there. Um, he put a video of himself on the in the gym, I think today or yesterday. I saw a deck I put it in the, the group as I, as I was walking in there. Saying oh what, what all the, the haters on the naysayers say he's not wearing a kit. The train, training video is probably that he's had a kit on. He's not wearing a kit is this he, time. So is he, he aware with the team or is that individual training? I think that's individual. I don't, I don't know. I have we saw any photos of the team? I've seen the assistant coaches on the beach. In Dubai. <laughs> all right. But I, Graham Jones and these sliders. Uh, I, but I haven't seen. Any, said. I might be wrong, but I haven't seen any of the the. The train of no, that, that, that the team are doing. Is it Dubai the country? This yeah, it is. Um, like I said, I might be completely wrong. Um, <coughs> I click Sorry. on Getty Images because obviously this is where all the images go straight on with yeah. the likes of, of any football club. And there was nothing on there today. I'm not sure if the club have posted anything. God knows. So I'm not sure if Sane is actually with the team or once again it's individual training. I'm not too sure. I kind of assumed he wasn't with the team, but then. You see, came on against Chelsea, came on against Everton. So he's presumably getting towards match fitness. So he, you'd imagine he would be, mm. but I don't know. I don't know at all. But yeah, he's. I, I think there's been a lot made of it. I mean, it's only been a month and a half, if that ago. That performance at home in Everton and Goodison, where like defenders were bouncing off him, mm. and he's he's run, running the show. Like so, yeah. For me, I'm not. I think I honestly, like, like with Saints, and I think we we we'll always be in agreement with Saints. We'll we'll call him out when, just like every other player, when we don't think of performances off the scratch. Yeah, he's got so much credit in the bank for me, like a lot. And he, I mean, yeah, against I've saw people have a go at him for the goal at Everton, and he could have done. But I actually thought he, when I first saw, it, I thought he was foul. I don't think he was subsequently. But there's so much wrong with that goal that. Uh, the defense is all you look at the, the line, but it's, it's not the one. five players that run to the ball. Yeah, it's, it's a horrible goal to concede it. He maybe does lose the ball a bit cheaply on halfway, but Everton have got a lot to do before this. Well, they should have a lot to do, the don't, as it turns out. But but yeah, I, I, I think people call me to have a pop at him. Mm. Um, I saw one having a go at him at Stamford Bridge because he was talking to the Chelsea players instead of coming over to the fans. Um, I'm not saying who it was because I, I like, I don't want to start fighting. I, I like that. He'll put it on as it happens. But um, someone else, I think maybe your kid said, "Oh yeah, but he came over to the fans afterwards." Afterwards, right? That's well. It's, I think, people. I don't think he gets as much, um, of a margin as, as other players get. I think people are quite quick to stick a boot in on him when maybe he's, it's not necessary. Mm. Uh, and as you say, I've, I've criticised him in the past. I've, this time he drives me mad when he loses the ball and he kind of throws his arms around instead of trying to fight and get the ball back and. You know, and saying Saint isn't the reason we've lost the last two games. No, far from it. I stand burn. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, it's not just um, but but there are fans out there that are saying when, when Saint came on, that that's when obviously the shape went, and that's when, when yeah. we lost the games. I, I, I might agree that to a certain extent at uh, the 
Chelsea game because I, th- I thought we we're, we're lost Miggy's work rate. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not putting that defeat down to Saint because of no. him coming on the field. Of course not. And I, I think any football fans, for some reason, will always look for a scapegoat. And for some reason, Saint's becoming that figure because he's coming on. Then we're losing games, but it's not down to him. We've had loads over the years. Oh, of course, mate. We're, we're well players. in the future as well, mate. Oh, yeah, totally. There'll just be better, better players. I mean, there'll just be bigger names because of where the club appear to be heading. But, um, yeah, it's a maximum for me. And it wasn't great against Everton when he came on. It wasn't great against Chelsea when he came on. But if he's trained twice in whatever the length of time is, mm. it's not going to be. Um, Liam Coates sums this up perfectly, me, and I'll put it on the screen. Uh, those that are just listening to the audio, he says, whether you think he's been good or poor, whether you like him or not, if he feels like he has a point to prove and a rocket up his arse, it can only benefit us. I think so. I mean... I suppose the flip side would be if he if he hasn't if he's got the mentality that people seem to be implying that he has, where he's kind of drops his head quite quickly mm. and stuff, then that could be the kind of thing where he goes, oh well, I'm away here because I'm not yeah. appreciated. So yeah, I think there's two sides to that, but I think he is the kind of bloke that would kind of say, right, I'm going to dig in and show you mm. what I can do. He's a far better player. We said it a lot over the the um, Steve Bruce years that he's a far for all the players that you'd say. Regressed under Bruce. You look at the long staffs um, defensively, but awful by then. Uh, his time here, St. Maximin's one that you'd say is a better player, or was a better player on the day Steve Bruce left mm. than he was yeah. when he arrived at the club. So uh, he he's got better for me over the past few years. He seems to be he's still maddening at times, but I think his decision making's better. He, he's a bit more direct, if that if if that's possible. Um, I think his end product's a bit better as well, to be honest with you. Um, and I just like him. I, I think next, if we're still up next season, which I'm fairly sure, I'm very sure that we will now, um, I hope he stays. And if we get good players around him, well, I mean, we'll have now really, but slightly better players around him, I think you'll see him kick on really well. Like I said, mate, at the start of this, uh, when we started talking about saying to, he's got an abundance of, of credit in the bank for me and... He's dragged us out of the shit so many times, single-handedly. He's mm-hmm. still the best player at this football club. It's a little blip that he's going through at the moment because of injury and fitness. He'll get back to where he was. I'm 100% confident that that'll happen. He will. You look at when he signed his contract uh, during COVID and we played Man U at home and we got before one and he, he had a really bad run uh, for maybe a month or so and people were saying, oh, that's it. He's got his contract. He's like, Malva, look at it. Mm. Um, and he... That just wasn't the case. Well, I think this is the same this time round. I think you'll you'll have this couple of weeks in Dubai. Could if he's there, or if he's just used that time to get fit, independently of the squad or with the squad, um, I think he'll come back and see the season out a, a better player than he has been for the past fortnight or whatever mm. it is. Um, I did say that was going to be the last topic, but somebody just reminded us something else, which has happened this week. Shiraz Bar has returned. Yeah. So, so we've got the logo back there. Almost a replica of the logo. It's a it's tiny, yeah. tiny little bit. Um, the, apparently, people aren't happy that the S and the H weren't connected. Really? Yeah. But if it's capital S, you shouldn't be connecting the H. Is that right? Yeah. It's been that long since I did. I, I just do block capitals now. Yeah. Really like, so. uh, but yeah, Shira has returned. Yeah. Um, another great move by by the owners. Another ones that that fans have asked for for a long time because nine bar is basically represented. Mike Ashley's. Newcastle United. Yeah, I suppose so. And obviously the, the story behind that being obviously the Shiraz name being taken and being rebranded to Nine Bar. That's back. 
That was so petty, wasn't it? Oh, ridiculous. Unbelievably petty, that was. Ridiculous. The same thing with the statue, mate, wasn't it? Yeah. The statue being on the club ground. It's, back now as well, isn't it? That's moving back as well. Um, it, it, the, they're ticking all the boxes, aren't they? It, and this is stuff when, when they took over that we said it's stuff that could be done so easily. Yeah. And that gets them gets them on side, keeps them on side, builds the relationship or the, the, the kind of strength of feeling between the fans and the club again. And yeah, <coughs> sorry. Um, loads of little things that they are doing. Stuff mm. like getting rid of sports direct from the, you know, that that instead of them kind of having a, a falling out with Big Mike in the courts. But um even if they're, 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 they do come in for criticism on Twitter sometimes as well, particularly um, Amanda Stavely and, and more so Amanda and my dad. But um, stuff like that's just it's just easy stuff that kind of gets people on side. It buys you time. It it keeps um, just need those black and white nets now, mate. Seats as well and seats and long sleeve kits. <laughs> Anything else? And a green and white away kit. <laughs> And them pints that fill from the bottom dead quick. Oh, yeah, you, oh, you keep on mentioning about those. Them, like, Gallagher Puddle, get that shifted as well. Do you go and share as much on nine? I used to, mate, um, just out of convenience. Yeah. Um, but nah, like, I, I've, yes, I haven't been for, for a long time on a match day. Um, the prices were always a bit rotten. Were they? Yeah. Um, you get discount with your season ticket, which I didn't know <laughs> until about three weeks ago. I've not, um, I've not had a beer there since uh, the closest. But I remember the hole in the League Cup. Mm. I had a few beers in the terrace. <coughs> watch it, sorry, watch the game in there. But other than that, and that I've been a sheer ass for absolutely. Last time I was in there, um, I was uh, I was shooting a film. Oh, what film are you shooting, uh, bestie? That's a secret. Um, was it happens? That as the story goes, um, we interviewed. I think this time was Gillespie and Tino together. You know, but it was actually people don't really like him so much these days. But Steve Wraith put it on for him, he was mm. great with him and all that. Like, here's lads, credit where it's due. Um, and I, that was in a little room inside it. So that was my last time. And oh no, it wasn't last time. I'm like, last time was um, a poor flags quiz that we finished second in. Um, by virtue of the fact that Mark, Mark Colby, Colby was, was on your team. team. And when me and Taylor did the podcast, everyone would talk about how much, like, oh, Bessie, you've got this kind of. You, 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 I can't say fucking Ricky Gervais or David Ben or something, but people would comment on like uh, me mindful trivia and stuff. I'm absolutely blown out of the water by Mark. Like Mark Corby incredible. knows incredible everything. He's like Rain Man. It's but, ridiculous. Aye, it was like aye. Those I, I can't even remember most of the questions. One of them was about the three goalkeepers I played against West Ham in the eighties, and he goes, "Oh, that was Peter Pierce." I was like, "Sure, aye." He got sent off. That spot on. Finished second, basically. Peter Pierce played in goal. Aye, what a Someone got sent off, someone got injured. Oh, maybe two players got sent off. And had to replace the goalkeeper twice, so Beazie played the goal. Honestly, mate, it's mental. His his knowledge is absolutely mental. Oh, it is, I. It's worrying, to be fair. <laughs> uh, Mark, get out more, Anorak. Uh, go and tie yourself to a goalpost. <laughs> oh, Stop quizzes now. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's always doing the air. Uh, does the Ashley one, with, with Does the Ashley one, mate. Won the Ashley quiz of the week. You did, he did. Did you? Oh, Wallace, right here. Mark, give it a miss. Wasn't it? It wasn't a Newcastle related. So it was all <laughs> right. <laughs> just general knowledge and stuff, mate. Hats. Just hats. I <laughs> quiz on hats, um, mate. That's us done. Um, anything that you would like to add before we go? Uh, yes, actually. Okay, I'm gonna say hello to Chris Gardner. Hi, Chris Gardner. I, I just because I, I was taking the uh, the young enough for a walk, 
last week and he bumped into us and I ended up walking about a mile the same way and he just said loves a podcast and all that like so and and the videos only come across it in the last couple of years, but a year into there. So, hello, Chris. Lovely, lovely to meet you. Thanks, Chris. Chris. Maybe Thanks. see you on the Crusher again at some point. Don't that sound like a Terminator thing? It's a heaven thing. Oh, Jarrah, thing. It's a bit of both. Uh, uh, sluggy. Sluggy. It's either the Sluggy or the Crusher. <laughs> and neither sounds great. Yeah. It's, it's quite nice. I'll go with Crusher, like. It's quite a nice little walk. Yeah. Is it as mean as it sounds? Uh, no. When I lived in Lord Nelson, I used to walk from there to the longship and there was two cans on the crusher. That was a distance. So I right, okay. Nelson, can, bin, can, bin, longship karaoke. Um, but I would never walk back that way because it's a bit scary. A bit dark. Yes. No yes. streetlights. Uh, very limited. Few streetlights. Very limited. So I would always walk back on Camel Park Road then down. But yes, I... If you um, had an album, you could call it Two Cans and Few Streetlights. Two Cans and Few Streetlights. Was it you that made the, album, the mock album cover of me when I was playing in Gold the Charity Game that time I was in the dressing room? I don't think so. Possibly. It's something that I would do, but I can't remember, mate. I look good, like I was in a suit. Possibly. I don't know. Between don't the know, sticks, mate. I think it was called. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody who has joined in live tonight. Uh, there's been over 200 years. Uh, appreciate it massively. If you do, but he... Has Mark huh. been on oh, no, Mark? Mark, Mark has not been here because he's got COVID. <laughs> um, but I um, hope you get well soon, Mark. Um, you too, Jack. I hope you, you've rang your insurance company for that car accident. Um, but yeah, if you do want to become a member of the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel, you can do so if you just go on the homepage and you just click on join. It's two ninety nine a month or four ninety nine a month, depending on what you want to give and donate to us on a monthly basis. Uh, you do get early access to certain videos. Currently, you have Scott Football Manager. It's good that another great episode as well. Yeah, you I wouldn't see. have seen this new one, have you? No, no, not yet. So there's a new one which will probably be going out either tonight or tomorrow morning uh, to everybody else who isn't a member. We've got a couple of My United sat there ready oh, to go yes. out as well. I love the My United, um, and. That's about it so far. Um, we'll decide what we're doing this week. No match for Newcastle United, but I'm sure we'll come up with something for next Monday. Nothing this month now, is it? Uh, Tottenham's next game. Tottenham is... is it April? is a Spurs way. Is that April the 3rd? Spurs' next game, then you've got Wolves at home on the Friday night. Um, but yeah, that's us done. You'll have extra time this week. And we shall see you next week. And hopefully it will be all four of us back if the lads do recover from their recent incidents. <laughs> what are we going to talk about? I've got, we'll always find something, mate. We'll uh, always third, find something. 3rd of April, Tottenham away, aye. Always find something. Thank you very much, everybody. Been a pleasure, as always. Uh, we'll see you next time. Hang on a second. I've just had to stop that video. Are you one of these people that takes your batteries to a supermarket? Yeah. Do you actually take a bag of batteries to the supermarket? Not a bag of sticks. Why yeah. are you not allowed to put batteries in the bin? Um, because they're extremely corrosive, I believe. They just ruin everything. Yeah, because I was end up on it. Um, what's it called when you get all the rubbish together? There's a big one in Springfield in the Simpsons. Tip, not tip. Uh, how's it called? Anfield. All right, okay. And they're really, really harmful. So you take them into it. Um, I do. I always take them to Morrison's. I've got a little. Box. They're always over full. I know they're a bit too full. Like the bins are class. What do like you do that. when when that bin battery is over full? Do you just get your bag and just put it by the side? No, you just I call somebody over. I Take them back with us and then wait until there's a. Do you really? Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, you no. wouldn't just put them by the side of the other bin. No, I'll, I'll wait until the, the box is empty in a few days' time and then. It's not like I always carry batteries around with us. I suppose I do with a phone and whatnot, like me watch. But yeah, I, you know, your batteries in the, the proper bin, like, you know. Causes fires, apparently, as well. Yeah. Batteries. Yeah. We got to stick. We... Have you ever saw anybody else use them battery things? 
I've never saw anybody use them in the flesh. I don't well if they're always full, someone must be. Unless that's one, what I mean. Unless it's been there for like years. Not massive cash of batteries. Well, we use rechargeable ones normally as well now. Because you save so much money on the kids. So that was me next. <laughs> We've gone off. Yeah, I'm sorry, everybody, <laughs> but we had to come back to this. Um, if you want to hear Newcastle stuff, go somewhere else. Go to a different channel. <laughs> yeah, there's loads out there. Um, are you that spends uh, the type of person that spends more on a battery because it's going to last longer? Or do you just buy a shitload of batteries from the pound shop? I'll, I'll get a good battery. Do you? False economy buying cheap batteries. Like I'm the opposite. I'll just buy shitloads of batteries. Oh, environment as well. Oh. No, I'm a, I'm a rechargeable, either Energizer or Duracell rechargeable normally. I've got a wall charge, so the wall charge is constantly going. Um, hmm. oh, less so these days. Cost, Alfie's, of, cost of electricity these yeah, days. <laughs> Alfie's more into his, um, he's got like a, a train set that's just like a Brio that you just push around. Yeah, I've got to have batteries in. Mm -hmm. So at the minute, we're, we're doing okay battery-wise, but yeah, I am a, I'm a, I get good ones and rechargeable ones. Cause just because not, not, I'm not trying to show off <laughs> me, me, me battery habits, but yeah, no, it's just it's just right. I, I think there's certain things you can get away with buying fairly cheap that like you do all right with, but batteries like nah, you pay a few quid more, they, they last longer. Scotty was a Scott is promoting um Amazon batteries, cheap and good batteries, yeah. Recharge, I, I think I do rechargeable ones I as well, I mate. Do, yeah, I think Amazon do. I mean, that may be my next little thing. So you might say bestie appearing near a goalpost near you soon. Dispose <laughs> of batteries correctly <laughs> on so, his t-shirt. So, well, you know what it is? Last week we got the bins taken. I was just like, oh God, Timmy, I don't want to go home. But um, I and everyone, I saw the slap a sticker on me bin. I thought, oh shit. What, what, oh, everybody got that sticker. Yeah. I thought I'd done something wrong because I once Same. put a pizza box in the, don't, the don't do that. recycling one. Today, Hell on! Today I saw that. Hell on! I didn't know that. We don't have pizza that often, really. Mm. But yeah, I don't pay. I, I thought it was fine. I didn't know that the, the food. There's another tip: pizza boxes not for recycling. The grease interferes with the interferes. It's just it's, it's just bad. <laughs> I, I think why. We'll, I remember, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Um, but next podcast, um, when it's just me and Bestie, and we'll, we'll like these discussions where we we'll just go off. I want to discuss bin colors. It's kind of an extension of tip, come Oh, I bin colors is one. Like bin colors. It's my pet here. Different. Boras and different councils, different bin colours. Makes no sense to me. So you'll be the same bins as me. Sell Tyneside NBC, so we yeah. are um, blue, blue, blue for a <laughs> second. Like an oath. <laughs> blue for us, like the um, NBC. It's a hill hydra. <laughs> I blue for recycling and black or grey. Black originally, but I think because of weather and grey for um general. And green for your garden. Yes, we haven't got one, but yeah, well, that's that's the colour. Me sister. And those councils that have green for the main bin. Perverts. Nah, What's all sense. that about? My sister-in-law, um, our recycling up here is like basically if it looks like you could recycle it, just put the recycling mm. bin and it'll sort out. She lives in um North Wales and she's got a the cardboard's gotta be separate, the glass has got to be separate, recyclable plastic's gotta be separate. Next question. So the black thing that goes in the top of the recycling, what is that for? The caddy. Uh, I, I think that's for paper. So do I, but I'm sure we got told off for putting paper in there once. What? So we don't use it. So what do you put in it? Uh, I have rabbit food at the minute. I don't even got rabbits anymore. So it's just... got the dead rabbits in yeah. it. <laughs> Little shoulders in there, bless her. Uh, right, everybody. Thank you very much. Uh, we will continue um, tip cam bin colours, disposable batteries on the next episode. Uh, <laughs> see you all next. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.